Autumn Brown Yarbrough with New Standard, a CBY Beauty Company. What I love about beauty is that beauty starts within, physically and mentally. From New York City, you are listening to Beauty is Your Business, covering the intersection of innovation and business in the beauty industry. Autumn, we are so happy to have you here. I'm ecstatic to feature you and your business and your amazing history. So just to begin, I'd love to have you introduce yourself. Tell us more about you and how you started your business. Well, <laughs> I was born in the beauty hair care business, particularly ethnic hair care. My grandfather started a company in 1970 in Los Angeles, California, that catered specifically for African-American women. He strategically was able to bring products in lower income neighborhoods that were having difficulty in access to the beauty products. So he was successful to do it. And he ended up spreading that love, not only in California, but then it grew nationally. And then it literally grew globally. So he had his business all over the world, throughout Africa, the Caribbean, South America. So I had an awesome opportunity to see a business grow to probably one of the highest levels. That being said, he did it his way. My mom came in the business as well, working for her father. And she uniquely was able to bring a brand that emotionally connected to younger black girls. And she did it because of my sister and I. <laughs> she was trying to figure out ways to better do textured hair. And being a busy mom and an executive as she was for my grandfather's company, she needed to resolve that issue. And luckily, she created a brand with her team called Just For Me. Uh, it was well known. It was a blast in the African-American community for little girls. And she was wonderful at creating that community. But she did it her way. And that brings me to me. So my grandfather sold the company reluctantly for me, but great success for him. That, unfortunately, was, I thought, the end of me and beauty. By that time, I believe I was about 20, 20 years old. So I was getting, I was still in college and I just took it as a sign. And you know, when you're young, you assume things that happen that it is, you have to take a different path. I went into finance and insurance and as much as I did well, you guys, I was not fulfilling my purpose and my purpose was fulfilling what I was born into beauty, hair care, textured hair care, resolving women's issues with hair. And most importantly, as I grew older, I started seeing the issues that regardless of ethnicity, we all tend to suffer, especially as we get older, hair loss. And for me, I looked back and I was looking at three generations of bald-headed women. <laughs> so I was like, no, ma'am, no, thank you. And I also started noticing hair loss myself. I started also having challenges of uh, getting my hair situated within five minutes, um, especially having textured hair. So I felt there was a mission and a purpose to help solve that issue for women. And then particularly focused with 
women of color, African-American women, and then making sure African-American women have a voice in the beauty industry, even with our advertisement and imagery that we're able to showcase Black women, and it can be relatable to any woman of color. Can you tell us about your career shift, how you got back into beauty, and what made you take the leap? In all honesty, it was scary. I um, have been in the financial and insurance world since I got out of college. So that's all I knew. It was scary. And I get it. And especially because you've worked so hard in the industry and moving up the ranks or doing well with your agency to make that transition and to literally say goodbye to everything. Uh, literally like, you know, it's like giving it a funeral, you know, and it was hard. I mean, I cried. I went through all the emotional things that you go through and process when you're letting something go. And so that challenge was hard, but it was revitalizing when I got to the other side. That part was like, oh my goodness, I am pursuing my life's purpose, my passion. And when you're doing that, you're not intimidated with the challenges. You're not intimidated to learn the industry or relearn the industry. You're not intimidated when you don't know something and you're honest and you pick up quick ways. The only thing I will say is the thing that shook me a little different for beauty to be heavily female dominated. And I thought some things had changed given the last few years and certain movements that have been in place, which I'm a big fan, especially for women's rights. I was still a little disappointed to see the um, still the strength of um, some encounters with men in the industry and not feeling that women's voices are heard as what they should be. So that is what brought me into and how you and I came and crossed paths through CEW to find a culture of women and leaders and to stand strong has been amazing. But I definitely think there's more work for us women, period. <laughs> so. I love the brand that you've created can you tell us more about what you created and why you decided to go with hair? What did you see in the marketplace that was an opportunity? So the brand, New Standard, it basically we're about the new standard and how we approach beauty. We are the new standard, how we approach taking care of our hair, women, our voices, Everything is a new standard, how we approach the professionals in the industry. We're always setting the new standard. That is where we got the word new standard. I'm very big on standards in general. I felt a huge piece outside of my history. And honestly, if I was being fulfilled and there was no pain points, I would not be back. I'll be very honest. Maybe on the sidelines helping out, but I wouldn't be as passionate as I am. And that goes to how we take care of our hair. A lot of products that are there are more so focused on styling. We still have the same issues after those products. They'll have a great ingredient story. They'll say clean and free from X, Y, and Z. That's great. But is it, is it resolving my dry, itchy scalp? Is it resolving hair loss, damage, split ends? You know, we do a lot of wear and tear on our hair, and I feel there is more focus on the styling. And then also, we all know the gimmicks and marketing, but, you know, overpromise and always under deliver in beauty. Like, that is the motto here. Like, I don't get that part. And it's so exciting having friends from 
all different parts of the world, experiences as well as ethnicities, and still hearing the same issue. And as a black woman, you typically think your issues are isolated and it always feels good to know they're not. And that's when I was like, you know, I think we know what the problem is. And that is starting with the beauty within. And there's why I said at the very beginning about what beauty is, is the, you know, starting from the inside physically and mentally, that's how you keep your hair. That's, I mean, what grows from the inside, how you take care of your health, what vitamins you're taking, your dieting is huge on the reflection of what comes out of those beautiful follicles. Then secondly, your mental well-being. The number one reason for hair loss is stress, ladies. <laughs> so, I mean, those things. And so bringing in and developing a community, and I call my community Busy Queen, the Busy Queen on the go. And the problem is given the demands of today, we just don't have enough time. So that was another pain point. How do I have the time to develop a regimen, let alone installing a habit? And we came with a simple process, easy as one, two, three, so women could remember and chant, nourish, treat, care. Really adopting hair care like we adopt skincare. We really don't do that. At the end of the day, where beautiful hair comes from is within the individual health of the hair. And then when the hair comes, treating the hair so you can have fun with it, whether your highlights, you know, wearing it curly all the time or straightening it, blow drying it, we're treating the hair and then the maintenance on there. I love that. I'm so interested, Autumn, in how you went about building this business, you know, obviously knowing your roots and the brand that has run in your family for so long. So tell us a little bit about that process and like nitty gritty of it. So you decided to change industries and go back to your roots and your true calling. So how did you go about that? What were your steps in the process? Obviously, it didn't just go from suddenly having no product line to having your product line. So talk, talk us through that a little bit. Yes, very good question. And I have to say building a team. I know right now uh, social media and the news and media outlets are all excited to highlight founders. I will definitely say I appreciate you guys having me on here, but in all honesty, there's seven of us. And I had the dream. I founded the dream and the purpose and the pain points, but I built a team to help me execute and make it come alive. As I developed the team, to solve the issues and those pain points. Now we are perfecting that solution. And I, one of the team members, it's wild enough that she worked at my grandfather's company. She is a chemist and she was a chemist then. And, and she is so smart. Her confidence is unbelievable. And I love it because one of the things we're always taught through all the wonderful books of, from billionaires is that they always say, and then my grandfather made the comment, always hire people smarter than you. And I think sometimes that gets in the way of a lot of founders and ego, but not with me. And I have been fortunate to you know, develop a unique team that doesn't look like the typical corporate team and thinking outside the box is huge. I love that. I'm curious, Autumn, you know, once you established your team, what were your next steps, you know, in terms of obviously figuring out your product assortment and your story and your message, and then how you were going to be putting that out on the market? How did that go about? 
Well, it was complete chaos. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, there's, you know, there are no right steps or wrong steps, but there are steps. So you hit it right there, April. There are steps. And so there's a lot of times you can't do what worked for someone else and expect it to work for you. But I will tell you when you take these steps for any founder, be prepared that you're going to take three steps up and then two steps down, five steps up, two steps down. Like it, you're, you're constantly moving up, but then you are taking some steps back because you're doing what's called pivoting. And when you're developing the team, we've actually had a team member and we are good friends to this day, but we realize it's the wrong timing. When you're developing at a startup stage, a lot of people don't understand startup and the demands and no return, no reward today, not tomorrow, not this year, not next year. And a lot of times people get fascinated with the dream. And so they dive in, they tell you they understand it is a lot easier to work with those that have worked with the startup or have done a startup themselves. So they understand, you know, the pain. The downside is, which we've been fortunate not to deal with, but when you do work with those that have done their own startup, then you may have some tension in, in terms of direction and egos and so forth. But that part has been awesome of challenging, but that came from experience from my prior profession, learning how to motivate and not lose people's interest or, you know, they want to go, you know, and challenge. A lot of times we're taught to push ego and who's the smartest. And I've learned that leadership is not about who's the smartest, but bringing a functional team together and executing together. I think that's a great mindset, super smart approach to build a multifunctional team with experts in each area. It's always good to have somebody that's smarter than you. Let's talk about New Standard. Tell us about the products and specifically, let's talk vitamins. Yes, yes, that's my favorite. Those are my babies, my little magic pills, the vitamins. So our target market, first of all, let's be real with supplements and vitamins. They're for everybody. So I'm not going to limit if somebody, and we already have that. We have men that ask if they could take them. And I get really excited because they do help with men in their, in their hair growth and if they have hair loss and so forth. But we do target the busy queen, like I said, the woman that's on the go. She's a jet setter. She doesn't have time. She doesn't want to think. She wants to be able to focus on a brand that she can have a relationship with, see that that brand is loyal to her and her needs. Even to the extent that if she is learning a product and it's not perfect for her and she gives feedback, she notices that we do a new iteration and that it is better. You know, I look at our products more so of like the iPhone of beauty. I know a lot of times there are demands with shareholders that you need to come out with a new product. But again, I think it should be done differently. I think it's not coming out with a new product, but perfecting your product, just like the iPhone. So those women that can relate to that, that's right off the back. And there's a, probably a whole bunch of you guys. I'm sure Mimi and April, you made a little bit of my pain. I love beauty and makeup products, but again, just, you know, just to your daily regimen, I like to keep it nice, simple, clean. And if the product is better, don't introduce a new one and still keep the old one. Just make the old one better and reintroduce it. It's hard for a lot of women to fathom that the most important part to hair and healthy hair is what's inside. Once your hair is out of your scalp and out of that follicle and the cuticle is here, that's it. Your hair is dead. 
There is not much more you can do. I think there are some tools and products to make it look healthy. So that's why we always refer to in the beauty industry, healthy looking hair. But if your hair is unhealthy, it is unhealthy. We can do all the things to treat, but starting with nourishment is critical. So we do have our take and go daily hair and scalp vitamins. And the reason why we came up with something take and go is because we also provide a pill case complimentary to help you remember, but you can be on the go. Still recommend to take food. And I actually recommend that with any supplement because when you take food with your medicine or vitamins, it helps the absorption and for it to work better. So there's that. We also have treat and that's our brand Hydrasilk. And that is more focused with the professionals so they understand what Hydrosilk, but it's a bomb builder system. But for our DIYers that like to not, they don't have time to always schedule to get a hair appointment, but they're like, I want to maintain my hair or I do chemical treatments, highlights, relaxers. What can I do? Here you go, baby. It is nothing but a protein builder. And that is my other deep obsession. I would say those two products are the most important products. Both of them combined will stop shedding, will stop thinning, all of those things. We delay that. And then when I say stop shedding, I say delay your shedding cycle. So we delay your shedding cycle instead of the two-year period, we're trying to push it to seven-year. So you have a full head of hair. And that's what I discovered to avoid, you know, being bald headed, you guys. Okay. I love my family. (laughs) And I'm curious, Autumn, in general, when you were, you know, coming up with the product assortment and the branding, what, how did you choose your distribution and how you would bring it out to the world? And, and what went into that process? Well, again, we've had several steps up and then we take a lot of steps down. Initially, my dream was to be able to utilize stylists and give stylists an opportunity to be the retail stores and instead of the big box stores. I think that is still there. That is a part of my dream ultimately with distribution, but I do think it's a little bit more of a heavy lift on the education part, educating stylists, the power of retail. Um, I do understand that when we went through the pandemic or we're still going through it, but when we were shut down, a lot of those were very, very challenged emotionally and their lives were inside out because they didn't know how to earn a living. And there was a few stylists I came across that were doing perfectly fine because they've developed a retail store. So they were able to continue to provide the products and instructions to their clients and to get the, you know, to do their hair, maintain their hair and so forth. And when I realized that, I was like, there is a huge pain point missing. But again, it is an education piece of still teaching e-commerce and inventory products, all of that, pricing it correctly, even if you're dealing with your suggested retail price, but knowing a way to stay relevant because people love buying from people they like, and they would prefer to buy it from the stylist than going to the store. So we were trying to make it an easier vehicle, but ultimately coming from the insurance world part of, of my life. There is a beautiful component in insurance that why most people get in is called the residual. So I didn't understand when I'm using the same product, why do I have to constantly go to the store or go back online to reorder? I don't understand it to this day. I just, I was like, do we not have confidence that people will buy the product again and you constantly have to market me? You know, I was like, well, I feel different. 
I have confidence. I believe in building. So we, we understand it'll take some time, but I do believe in a reoccurring model, which most people hate the daunting word subscription because they've, somebody out there has had an awful subscription experience, you know? So we try to make sure our customers know this is not your standard, again, it's the new standard (laughs) of reoccurring services where we have now made it into the new standard club and showing the benefits from even a drastically lower price, 35%. Uh, We we do provide the comfort where they can do one time. We are e-commerce. The goal ultimately would, I would love to be able to get in the stores of Sephora and Ulta. We believe our busy Queens are there, but for that where I really, it gets my core for those type of stores is that most of the time as a a African-American woman, I don't find the products that I need there. Now they got plenty of styling products. Okay. Yet they do have a, a good portion of styling products for textured hair. But when it comes to having the representation black owned, and then really understanding textured hair, where how textured hair has less protein, period in the hair and knowing that there is a regimen. It's almost like going to a store and they don't have anything for dry skin or aging skin or, you know, or it's limited in terms of the capacity. And that was a a challenge. And so when I would come into the store, even the representatives would have a hard time finding the best product that was relatable for me. And so I do think it would be nice to have that opportunity to be in there. So, but we're still learning and making sure our, busy queens, see us, hear us. And then we're doing, we're perfecting our products for her. Love that. I'm so curious, Autumn, about the lessons that you have taken from your grandfather's business and that that your mother grew even further and that you brought into your business. And then some things that maybe you chose to leave behind from those experiences growing up. Oh, well, let me say this. And I tell a lot of people this as they get to know me. I'll say one that keeping it real and then one other important lesson. The ultimate one that I constantly think about is don't let your money get mad. You know, there are people you will reach out to. There are people you need help. There's also from vendor relationships, other parties, it doesn't go well. And I try to make sure that even if we have to part ways, we don't destroy the relationship. Now, some people have their own issues and there's nothing you can do about that, but I still even make those relationships salvageable. I try so hard to not get so angry or emotional. And this is on both ends because I know they're like, oh, women are emotional. Absolutely not. The folks that have kind of gotten hot-headed are men in this business. So let me be real. The women are like, so laid back, so chill. If something doesn't work out, they're going to figure it out. It is, you know, my experiences, there has been a lot of challenges and sometimes it's this personality or just sometimes it's just different paths or somebody's not executing or, you know, there are stories that are being told that are not true. So that being said, though, regardless, I would tell to not let your money get mad. You just don't know what may come around. And then the other thing is I come from a family that is about community, not community necessarily racially, even though we did a lot within our own community in the black community, but just the 
American community, creating an inclusive community and giving back, volunteering, being the founder that is trying to do a social impact in the world. I get so excited when I see these companies from Bomba Socks to, you know, I think it's Soapbox and there's so many. There's a new one called Fourth Phase, which I had the pleasure to meet those owners and they are about the fourth trimester when a woman gets birth and it's a box of all these amazing things that are needed for a new mom. But every box a woman buys, it goes to a mother in Africa. Like that part just warms my heart and it brings back to what I could grew up in, my grandfather was able to save a historically black college called Paul Quinn and make sure that the education piece wasn't being missed. They did a lot for women and suffering and domestic violence. My mom went on Capitol Hill and, and professed that in terms of making sure we're having more money being given to women that are dealing with abuse, mental health issues, and domestic violence. So I would leave with those two things. Wow. That's amazing. Those are such important messages. And I feel like they can apply to pretty much any aspect of life. So thank you for that. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, Autumn, before we wrap up? Um, The only other thing I wanted to mention about the products is that after the treat, we have the care products. The care products are for the on the go. You can put it in your purse. You can put it, you know, in your briefcase or just in a gym bag, but it is just to quickly maintain the hair, the health of the hair through, you know, sealing that beautiful cuticle of yours and making sure the daily wear and tear does not do breakage or any split ends. And so we have a serum That helps, especially if you have straight hair to get rid of the frizzies. And then we have a spray. Also uniquely about those products, we're very big on diversifying its use. So it's not only just in terms of laying down frizzies. uh, Our serum is also UV, provides UV protection for the hair. It also is a heat protectant. It also seals the cuticle so it doesn't break as easy. It definitely protects the ends. And then the spray, one of my favorite additional factors besides doing similar, but if your hair is natural and you like to wear it more of in a textured style, I love the fact that it smells good. I work out and I don't wash my hair every day. So I love spraying that sucker on. It smells good, but it's also a deodorizer. And then the products, those our care products are all vitamin fortification. So we make sure we infuse every bit of great ingredient of those vitamins. And then they also are protein driven as well. It's about the vitamins, protein, and moisture to healthy hair for all women. Amazing. So do you want to leave us with a final thought, Autumn, on our chat to leave our listeners with? I would love to leave with any woman. Never apologize for your ambition. I believe we should be more unapologetic for our ambition. A lot of times we feel, especially when we bring children in our lives and become parents or aunties or so forth, that we have to let our career go a different direction, or we can't have dreams and be great mothers as well as great leaders. And I would love to leave with women that you can do it. You have the right support. They can help you. It does take a village, but everyone has a village if you reach out to and just don't stop. There is no end. Just keep going. What a great message. 
I will definitely take that with me. And it's so wonderful to hear, especially coming from you, who somebody who lives and breathes that. So thank you. Autumn, how can our listeners connect with you? Is it whether it's on your website or Instagram or LinkedIn? What do you prefer? I would love to connect with the listeners through our Instagram, New Standard Hair, and that's in you, Standard Hair. And we love DM us. It's usually a couple of our team members or myself. And then I'll chime in if I see uh, conversations getting good on the DM, our comments, so forth. We provide the education. Of course, our website, and that's newinu-standard.com. Also, you can type in newstandardhair.com and it will take you to the same site. But there are wonderful blogs and information there. And we continue to develop with more video work, how-tos, all of that. We also have a doctor, Dr. Pipkin, on board to help understand with hair care and hormones. So she's there to help out explain how the hormones have a huge factor with your hair health as well. Fantastic. We're so excited to get to connect with you and follow the brand. Thank you so much, Autumn, for your time and being here with us today and sharing your wonderful story. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Autumn. This was amazing. We love your story and I'm so happy to help share it with all the listeners out there. Thank you, April and Mimi for having me. Thank you to everyone for listening. Check back next week for another great guest. And thank you so much, Mimi, for being here as well. I'm April Franzino, and this is Beauty Is Your Business. This has been Beauty Is Your Business. Produced by Mouth Media Network. Copyright 2021. Keep in touch on Instagram and Facebook at Mouth Media Network. And find prior episodes at beautyisyourbusiness.com and wherever the best podcasts are found. Your brand message can be on this show. Email us to find out more at podcast at mouthmedianetwork.com. Thank you for listening.